boyfriend to do some <laughs> next few days type of readings. I have been called to take a step back from church, church in that way. Um, remember, if like you are called and you're called in to do that, though, it is going to be obligatory unless you hear otherwise so do understand that you have to have like a close relationship with God to know what is appropriate and what's not please don't just think that you shouldn't go like I am a regular goer to church even though like I do not like I feel like a lot of grace I will still go there so bear that in mind like particularly if you're not in grace you really, really should and really must and need to go to church. You need to repent and you need to go, like, seriously. You really, really need to. Um, Obviously, as I say, like, I have gone, been in the grace of God, felt, you know, like, real deep connection with God and still gone. So that's my level. So if I would still go and be in that grace, if you're not, like you 100% need to be. So anyway, I will be taking a step back for now until otherwise called. Um, Let's just see. But we're going to promote this in this way. So perhaps this is the reason why. I'm going to have a look up at the next few... Lots of mass readings and I'll read them out so I'm going to go to the fourth okay and the first reading is from Romans 14 chapter 7 to 12 each of us must give an account of himself to God the life and death of each of us has its influence on others if we live we live for the Lord and if we die we die for the Lord so that alive or dead, we belong to the Lord. This explains why Christ both died and came to life. It was so that he might be Lord both of the dead and of the living. This is also why you should never pass judgment on a brother or treat him with contempt, as some of you have done. We shall all have to stand before the judgment seat of God, as scripture says. By my life, it is the Lord who speaks. Every knee shall bend before me, and every tongue shall praise God. It is to God, therefore, that each of us must give an account of himself. And the responsorial psalm, I am sure I shall see the Lord's goodness in the land of the living. The Lord is my light and my help. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Before whom shall I shrink? I am sure I shall see the Lord's goodness in the land of the living. There is one thing I ask of the Lord, for this I long, to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to savour the sweetness of the Lord, to behold his temple. I am sure I shall see the Lord's goodness in the land of the living. I am sure I shall see the Lord's goodness in the land of the living. Hope in him, hold firm and take heart, hope in the Lord. I am sure I shall see the Lord's goodness in the land of the living. Alleluia, alleluia. Come to me, all you who labour and are overburdened, and I will give you rest says the Lord. Alleluia. The Gospel of the Lord is Luke chapter 15 verses 1 to 10. There will be rejoicing in heaven over one repentant sinner. The tax collectors and the sinners were all seeking the company of Jesus to hear 
what he had to say. And the Pharisees and the scribes complained, This man! They said, Welcome sinners and eats with them. So he spoke this parable to them. What man among you, with a hundred sheep, losing one, would not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the missing one, till he found it? And when he found it, would he not joyfully take it on his shoulders, and then, when he got home, call together his friends and neighbours, rejoice with me? He would say, I have found my sheep that was lost. In the same way, I tell you, there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one repentant sinner than over ninety-nine virtuous men who have no need of repentance. Or again, what woman with ten drachmas would not, if she lost one, light a lamp and sweep out the house and search thoroughly till she found it? And then, when she had found it, call together her friends and neighbours, rejoice with me. She would say, I have found the drachma I lost. In the same way, I tell you, there is rejoicing among the angels of God over one repentant sinner. Okay, that's pretty amazing because as it's saying, come to me all you who are heavy or overburdened, who labour under overburdened and you will gain rest. That's it. It's like, okay, I need to withdraw back. I'm feeling like in the Lord, okay, this pull back. And I noticed this as well, like someone who... had really um, like we had been through something where he had stated something and I was following the Lord and he went against the Lord and he couldn't tell me that he was doing that on behalf of the Lord but I can anyway and I have witnessed him um, now out of his former role and now taking more of a back seat. So he clearly needed to have some form of time out reflection time we all need reflection time or time out for various reasons perhaps like a more deeper intense loving relationship with God in a a different kind of format like to build that relationship in the land of the living now could be for good intent like you know like we're doing the work of the Lord and we're listening very closely and it's not really there's a particular reason it's just that God has a will and that's going to be stepped through um through deep prayer on a different level on a higher level and all the light will be shed on what's to occur next it could be as high as that but there could be that intent like someone's gone ahead they've maybe not like done the you know the right thing there are different reasons and we need to be mindful of that as well that not everybody that takes a back seat or moves back is doing that for a one particular reason it could be a good reason it could be a not so good reason 
But in any case, whatever the reason is, the Lord does say that there is rest there in the Lord. It's just very important. However, going back to my initial, and this this is amazing, this is how amazing the Lord is. This is from my initial welcome and introduction, isn't it? Where I talked about the fact that I'm feeling called to wait just back a bit with regards to church and to do other kind of things, other bits and pieces right now. And then I said, but I'm in the grace of God. And even in the grace of God, when I don't feel, you know, when I'm feeling virtuous, righteous, victorious, like I'm still standing there with everybody because I have to, like, I feel like there's maybe part of me that's going to come out. I'm going to have a deeper realization, but there's also other people that I'm going to help when I'm there as well. And it's like a component, we're all components in this part to to elevate God's will and, and each other in that. And we do that no matter what the call might be, no matter whether it's going to be like comfortable or quite uncomfortable, we just go for it. And the more, you know, we are in like that tristatic trist, the more we're going to be doing that just without even thinking about it. So that's the level that I'm at. I would just go straight in full faith. Um, But as I said, if I'm doing that at that level, if you are not in the grace of God and you need to repent like you really need to go to church I cannot stress this enough like you need to go there you need to repent it's not a time to take a back seat in this any longer if you are walking along this life and you know that you are needing furtherance in God and that kind of like help like you really need to get that started ASAP. I can express this. Well, it's like I have clingers that try to cling on again that you know they've been told move back that's it's time for you to kind of move on a, a different direction they've gone through it as they say they've been like all over the place chaotic and they've been given the opportunities that they need to heal to get better and it's like right move on but rather than do that they just linger around they're not actually doing anything positive in their lives or up to anything of any productivity that's um for God, you're just lingering and hanging on, hanging around. It's like, no, you're going to be in such a mess. That's why your life has been in such a mess. If you want to revert back there, again, to that deeper hell, that is where you're going to go. You must go and repent, and you must go to church. Well, here we are with the Latin of John chapter 12. And we're going to go through each one. I've got one eleven on the clock at the moment. So this is definitely a calling in God. Wow, here we go. 
Jesus ergo anti sex dies pasci venit betanium, ubi Lazarus verut mortus quem suscitavit Jesus. Becrunt autumn et sinimum, ibi et Marta ministrabat Lazarus vero unus, erat ex discum bentibus cum eo. Maria ergo asepit liberam uyenti nardi pistici pretusi et unixit pedes Jesu et exercit pedes eius capillisius, et domus embleta es ex odor inventi. Well, you know, I felt called in the spirit. I'm going to tell you where this title music comes from. Called in the spirit to just search fair born. And it sounded like the name of a friend of mine who I actually helped to recruit to go to Camp America to New Jersey one year, Fairbairn. But this was Fairborn. I'm like, oh, wow, gosh. I mean, there's so many different things coming to mind now. When I think of that, I'm thinking, like, you know, the kind of fairs that you get, the carnivals. Some people call them the switches. We've just called them the shows. That's what we used to call them. And shows and show people, wow, who really do show people. So it could be like that, born in a fair or born fairly, like you're fairly born. It's fair, it's good, it's right and it's just. So in any case, I then felt called to the 12th song, whatever it was going to be. And this is exactly what came up. So this is a great piece. God guides us in every way. Thanks be to God. So for this in particular, I um, I can say that I had never, ever, 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 ever personally anticipated giving my daughter any name related to fairies, else or anything like that in my entirety. I had... As you'll know, the name Trinity, Trinity coming to mind, which again is out of the blue because I wasn't really talking about the Trinity or the Holy Trinity at that time in that way. And so she's definitely a calling from God. She definitely is of God. But then there were other names which um, it merged into that would be most appropriate, um, but still meaning the same thing, which are linked to my, and I said my second name in, in the past, but what I meant was my middle name. Anyway, and then, um, yeah, not by myself, but by someone else, it was changed to oh, well, kind of a way that you could say it could kind of derive from that middle name somehow, yes, to her name that she has today. But she does have a middle name, which sounds very elfin or fairy-like, is it elfin? Yes. And no, that was nothing to do with me. That was um, with regards to, again, that same person that changed her name to, her first name to what it is. Um, he decided that she was going to be called Arwen. And so I acknowledged that. 
and we have kept in honour of my father um, our surname there and um, that is a godly calling as well, very important. In any case, these are her names and no, the middle name is not one that I would really choose at all, but it is a beautiful, absolutely beautiful name and thank goodness for the grace of God. <clears throat> but we certainly don't exalt fairies, um, angels or any other winged creatures. <laughs> um, but, you know, I knew from the grace of God that that would be okay to utilise this name. It's a beautiful name. And it's actually, it sounds a lot like part of um, one of the songs, one of the Welsh sort of songs, um, which is the Christian one. So that's really good as well. So it does have very excellent Christian links too. I'm going to look up Arwen Welsh. Yeah, it means noble maiden. Aha. Uh -huh. um, Arwen is the well-known princess of the elves in Tolkien's Lord of the Rings. So a lot of people... <sighs> a lot of people mention this to me. They go on about Lord of the Rings or they go on about it online or they talk, 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 talk it out into the ethers constantly as if, you know, this is like such a... So we have blown this thing out of all, you know, I don't know, just right out there, but there's always a reason for this. But it's huge and it was never like huge to me before. Um, I was kind of pretty much, I would say like made to sit and watch all of The Lord of the Rings, but it's not something that I would choose personally to go and watch myself. And the name is not one that I would choose. So just to point that out there once again, but it's a form of submission. And I know that the Lord God has a, a bigger point in all of this, probably to help gather people into looking at the Christian aspects of Tolkien which, and the Lord of the Rings, which a lot of people have been doing. They've been looking into that as well. Um, yeah. It, oh, here we go, fair. Arwen means good or fair. There we go. So that ties in exactly with fair born. And of course, the person in particular who... Um, who named that? I mean, it's not the first time he has used like a an actress or a um what is a yeah an actress's name for like a really important being connected with us, and it is like nothing to do with me or my decision. Quite often, I feel like you know I have drawn like a lot of like men in my life in terms of like potential relationships. I'm not saying in like a kind of, um, what would you call it? Um, oh, I don't know what, anyway, like lots of people that have been drawn to me. Um, I think they, they often have in the past got jealous of the attention that I get from like, or have got from other males or females and things, but it's all in pureness, a purity of heart. And then 
I'll keep it in that level of purity and faithfulness to them, but they haven't. <laughs> and then they get, so they get jealous and they can't keep it faithful because they go off and they just kind of like have their own idea of things. And then it's like, okay, well, we can't move forward now because you've been unfaithful. You saw what I was like, you saw the attention I got, you got jealous of that and you took it too far, whereas I was being faithful to you all along. But anyway, this type of a person, I guess maybe this was his way of, it could have been his way of dealing with it, of saying, well, you know what, I'm just going to kind of like name um, this after someone who like I like or watch. So every time like you uh, think of this person or say it, and it's like, I'm going to be honest, like I don't like, I suppose it's a testament to the fact that I was able to accept it that shows that I don't have any bad or untoward feelings whatsoever. So, um, what can you say? <laughs> I've just never been the jealous type. I'm always like, all right, okay then, right, next, move on. <laughs> okay, next. And this comes to a good point because I was like, oh my goodness, the soul's in purgatory. Wow, and we're leading up to 144 here, which gives me this ceiling number. Okay, I have given names and lists today. You'll see how this segues in, right? Okay, because we're going to talk about um, people and guys and how, you know, they get jealous or how they might do different things and then they end up in their own hell or purgatory. And I'm not saying that this should be the case for this person or not. It's just I realised this today that I think they are in purgatory. We had this discussion last night at church, so this is why this is coming up. Now, it's the month of holy souls and it's a time to really reflect and pray for those in purgatory. Now, the names that came up for me who were actually people that I really loved um, and that was on All Saints Day and I gave my offering and I placed their names, but I actually felt that they were all in God, that they had been lifted up and raised up in God. And these were like saints to me. These are people that I really love. So it was more of the Christian aid type of a, a way of looking at things. Like these are the people that I remember because they are so amazing. My father, my aunt and uncle, my nana and papa, and uh, my brother, for example. These people are really great people. And I feel certainly maybe my brother had things to work through in his spirit and soul, but um, certainly all of the rest, I'm absolutely right up there. I'm like so thankful for them. They're great. And I feel that my brother's a really great soul too. But I just couldn't think of anyone else. I'm like, who do I need to pray for that could be in purgatory? I just could not think. And there's, like, oh my goodness, it came to me today. I was like, I literally did not know this until today. I really had to think about it. And the reason that I had to think about it was that okay, I'd already made that offering. I'd already put those names down, but all these people were great people. Like these are not going to be people that, you know, these are people that are raised up. I'm like, well, if I'm really going to make a good go of this and I felt called to do more about this by the type of mass and the type of leadership that was going on in the mass that I was at last night. So this called this much needed uh, thoughtfulness to come to the surface um, you know what, much of which I didn't realise is just becoming more and more unfolded as time goes on. Literally, today, I'm like, oh my goodness. So I realised who I needed to pray for and it was someone who was like a teenage boyfriend to me. 
our relationship was so innocent. Like we literally just met up. That was it. <laughs> that was it. But we were supposed to be boyfriend and girlfriend. We were committed in that way. It was his idea. He pursued me, uh, right? Um, and in any case, then therefore he had to lead it in the right ways. And that's a lot to put on the shoulders of a really young teenager. But he took it on and it was his place to pursue me. So in any case, um, let me get further in depth of this. This particular person, I uh, moved on from many, many, many years ago because I had gone away on holiday during part of our relationship. My mum took me on holiday. So you know, I was at the will of my parents at that time, just a teenager. Anyway, so at the will of my mum, we were to go on holiday we went on a mini holiday somewhere in the UK and during that holiday I had all sorts of attention Um, loads of males were interested in me but again me just looking at it you know on a kind of like you know that type of kind of I don't know, just a teenager type of level. But then also here I am as a teenager who also had like this uh, love for Robbie Williams for Take That as well. And would you believe it, that his neighbours actually turned up in our hotel and would sit with us at like meal times. So I think it was this kind of thing, like you just seem to kind of like share a table with people and they were there. And they kept in touch with me as well, even like once I came back and... So all this is high flying, this is very pure, um, no malintent, all good intent. But in any case, um, this is probably a lot of pressure. The fact that I'm being taken away on holiday, I've got all this male attention. <laughs> Not only that, Robbie Williams, who probably many people would know that I really loved um, from a, you know, a high place. Not like, you know, I'm going to be like, I was dating or anything like that. I was just a teenager at the time. And well, of course he was too, but he's, you know... Um, a pop star doing his thing. In any case, um, nothing was grounded in that way. So it's kept, you know, like pure on like a grounded level. There's nothing grounded in terms of anything happening. So, um, but in any case, I would think that is a lot. That's a lot, a lot of attention, a lot of things going on, despite the fact um, I didn't make any of these people look at a new boyfriend or be unfaithful to the, the little teenage boyfriend that I had and I was just a little teenage girl at that time as well so you know I was still remaining faithful even though I did know that one in particular of the guys did really like me and I kind of like thought well he's interesting there was that um but nothing like happened between us at all again like just a teenage thing like how far can anything go as far as kind of like looking at each other and acknowledging each other we did we did spend all like a bit of time as a, a group like listening to music and things all good again positive like influences and stuff like that I never get involved in any of the other things that they were doing so everything was good um and kept very very nice so in any case when I came back I did find out that he was unfaithful to a point and it was like the person was actually walking with us and he expressed this when we were all out together I think that I think that's how it happened but like he had kind of had some sort of like boyfriend girlfriend interaction um 
to some extent with this girl that was now walking along with us and her sister and didn't have anything untoward in terms of like thoughts or feelings towards her either because again like I say I don't get jealous I'm just like okay let's move on <laughs> I'm like oh, okay all right because I just feel like you know like for me things are called in God like I never do anything out of spite I'd never do anything out of jealousy like I just I'm like okay um that's that you know um and I really liked these um well it's not like overly liked or anything but like I liked them and didn't have any negative feelings towards them so I was like, okay felt a bit strange all being out together mind you but the positive thing was at least he was being honest and we could all be amicable to some sort of extent but he still wanted to further things with me it was me he really liked overall so he was trying to still pursue me but I'm like well we can't because well you know it's just not practical if someone's constantly like getting jealous of you and then doing things because of that how can they be a good leader to follow things through if they're like below they're doing below what you're doing and you're the woman it's just not it's not viable it just is never going to work but in any case I really liked him and I think I remember bringing him back like some treats and things like that from being away there I don't know if I ever got to give him those but anyway, many years later, I did find out that apparently he died in a car crash. It was just awful to hear that. It was just, I can just about barely um, go back to that memory. So I realised he is someone I need to pray for and and so I actually ask in prayer as well as to ask your listening. To help my memory remember all the good things that he did. It was like, again, it was just like, you know, as a teenage thing. It's sh- it's like short-lived. It's like a childlike kind of thing. A very innocent relationship and all the rest of it. But I just think that it will help his soul. It will help. And I never realised, as I say, until today, that all of this had been blocked. Like, I hadn't been thinking of him and I couldn't remember the th- the good things that he did it's not like I had any terrible negative feelings about him I just didn't have like any like overly positive ones probably because of that because it got like curtailed because of what he did and expressed to me um I probably just blocked things off and uh and probably blocked a lot of the memories as well and of course it was upsetting to hear when he had died in a car crash. Um, so again, that would be like even more like compounding. Like my mind would just really want to block everything out. 
so the one good thing that I was able to get from it all is at least he was like at least he was like being honest and the the main point was you know that he was leading things before all that in such a kind of like a pure and positive kind of way as well which is great for teenagers and such a great role model in terms of like well us before he kind of expressed or before he did what he did and expressed that or before I went off on holiday another thing I would definitely express is the importance and I think about this as well as a parent like the importance of being careful and kind and very cautious with our teenagers and with teenagers in general I just I don't mean like I've got like tons of teenagers but perhaps spiritual like looking out for um teenagers spiritually or in general we have to be mindful about how we treat them and again like the first thing I thought was oh my mom probably just tried to distract me because she was probably concerned that here I was so young and having a relationship having a boyfriend that perhaps taking me away on holiday was a distraction and you know allowing me to be nurtured in terms of this connection with Robbie Williams and his um neighbors would be something like of a distraction to kind of like keep me off actually anything proper being grounded I don't know I really don't know what I mean it could be anything really but um you know in defense of my mum she did say she didn't even realize I was in a relationship I don't know how she couldn't she must really not know what on earth was going on in life <laughs> that's what she said I'm like okay but do you think we need to be mindful? We need to know what's going on in teenagers' lives. And um, we do need to be careful because these are the the type of relationships that can form pure friendships or this boyfriend-girlfriend type of relationship can be um very important. We need to be mindful and uh, really, really pray to God for help with regards to how we help teenagers in the world going through their relationships in general um but mainly with regards to this in terms of like helping his soul um yeah please pray for my remembrance and further um things that might he might have done or I might have said or he might have you know completed that may have been very kind of positive I think that was the main thing is that until that point you know he was and we were leading things through in such a pure and positive way. Like, it was just a pure friendship. He was really respectful from what I can remember. Um, just such a good guy. Um, again, <laughs> before all that, he was just, yeah, such a good person. So thank you so much for helping and praying for that with me and to help his soul. And I pray for all the other souls as well. They may be going through this or maybe going in, uh, in purgatory or that you may be connected to if you have any remembrance that you need to come across as well then I pray for you to do that as well. <laughs>